0: we have seen the military might of Russia flexing its muscles in Syria recently, but it looks like its ambitions lie even further south. This week in the Bible in the News we look at Russia's new investment in Egypt. Earlier this month on the 2nd of February a special business forum took place between Russia and Egypt in Cairo present was a Russian delegation representing 100 Russian companies. Also present was the chairman of the General Authority for the Suez Canal Economic Zone, or the SC Zone, Ahmed Darwish. In a press release, Darwish declared the allocating of lands for a number of large projects, amongst which there was a 2 million meter square area set aside for a Russian industrial zone next to a port at the mouth of the Suez Canal in the Mediterranean. The port is called Port Said and is part of an area which has undergone significant renovation recently. The significance of this area should not be underestimated. The Suez Canal is the maritime gateway between Europe and the west and the Gulf and Asia in the east. And so it is a highly strategic area to have a foothold in. It is thought that Russian companies will begin operating in the area later in 2016. In the prophecy of Daniel in chapter 11, we read in verses 40 to 45 of some events which occur at the time of the end. In these verses, we read of a northern invader called the King of the North, sweeping down through Turkey and on down through the glorious land of Israel like a whirlwind. In verse 42 and 43, we read that he shall stretch forth his hand also upon the countries, and the land of Egypt shall not escape. But he shall have power over the treasures of gold and of silver, and over all the precious things of Egypt. At the end of the chapter, in verse 45, it would appear that this invading northern force heads back up to Israel and sets itself against Israel at Jerusalem, God's glorious holy mountain. It is at this point, we are told, that the invader shall come to his end and none shall help him. In chapter 12, Daniel goes on to tell us that it is during this time when the resurrection of the dead occurs. And we know that this is the time when the Lord Jesus Christ has returned to the earth. For We read in the first of Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 16 that it is only when the Lord Jesus descends from heaven that the dead shall rise. This invasion from the north then is still in the future. And it heralds the manifestation to the nations of the Lord Jesus Christ, who will have returned to the earth. Other prophecies speak of great military movements of nations just before the return of Christ. In Ezekiel chapter 38 and in in the first nine verses, we read a list of them. The leader of these forces is called in the prophecy Gog, who is the prince of Rosh Mishek and Tubal, ASV, Rosh, Mishek, and Tubal are all ancient names for territories in Russia, and so it can be reasonably concluded that Russia is the leading northern invader, answering to the King of the North in Daniel chapter eleven. Another prophecy to do with Egypt at the time of the end is that of Isaiah chapter nineteen. Isaiah, through inspiration, speaks of the smiting of Egypt prior to the return of Christ. Isaiah 19, verses 2-4 to depicts Egypt under control of a cruel lord. This is most likely a reference to Gog, who having come down from the north will take control of Egypt. Isaiah speaks of this time being a time of civil war in verse 2, which is interesting as... We have recently seen great civil unrest in Egypt over the past few years. Later in the chapter, we see that the prophecy has to do with the time just before Jesus Christ returns to the earth, the one who will bear God's name as his representative to the nations. We read in verse 19 of an altar of worship being set up in Egypt to God. The prophecy is summed up in verse 22. And the Lord Yahweh shall smite Egypt, he shall smite and heal it, and they shall return even to Yahweh, and he shall be entreated of them, and shall heal them. But what will bring the Russian invader down into Egypt? We are given a hint when we read that he shall have power over the treasures of gold and of silver, and over all the precious things of Egypt. Therefore, there is certainly an aspect of greed involved. However, one suspects that there will be more to it than simple greed. It is interesting to consider that in Psalm 106, verse 24, Jeremiah 3, verse 19, and Zechariah 7, verse 14, that the same word for precious, the Hebrew kemdar, is connected with land. A precious thing, then, can be a precious thing strategic piece of land. Bible students H.P. and G.E. Mansfield in their book The Book of Daniel, a verse-by-verse exposition, also make this point. Quote, although today Egypt is relatively poor economically, it possesses great treasures of antiquity and certainly holds vital strategic influence over the waterways of the Red Sea, Suez Canal, and the southern Mediterranean area. Occupying this territory will provide the king of the north, Russia, with tremendously important military positions of control. We do not know the exact detail of how things will pan out in regards to the fulfillment of the prophecies recorded in the Bible. But as we watch and observe, we do indeed see a Russia setting its eyes south. It has already moved down militarily into Syria, and relations with Turkey are not looking good of late. The area Russia are now looking to gain a foothold in is Egypt, and it is indeed strategic. It will be precious from an economic perspective. When they do get their infrastructure in the new Russian industrial zone, it will be something that will not be given up lightly if it ever came under threat from a terrorist group like ISIS. Could such a threat cause Russia to swoop down to protect its assets in Egypt? We do not know. But we do know the angels of God are at work, gathering the nations, readying them, unbeknown to them, for the manifestation of Christ to the earth. If this topic interests you, then you might be interested to know that this Saturday, the 27th of February, God willing, it is the occasion of the Christadelphian Rugby Prophecy Day in the UK. The theme of the day is The Final Great Earthquake, and it will consist of three exciting talks dealing with end-time prophecies being fulfilled today. If you are interested in either coming along to rugby or in watching online, then please Email editor at christadelphianvideo.org for more information. So we watch and we wait for Messiah's return. We see the signs of the times around us and we know that soon the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be snatched away together with them in clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. It is with these words that we comfort each other, knowing that soon God's kingdom will be established, that Jerusalem will be at peace, and the whole earth will be filled with the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. This has been Matt Davies with you for another Bible in the News. Join us again next week, God willing, at www.bibleinthenews.com.